player two has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 140 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother. How are we doing? Hot. The air appears to have rebroken itself, even though it was working yesterday in the recording studios. Wow, how many hot dogs did you eat? Is what that smelled. Like. <laughs> I smelled it. Too. Holy God! It's the it's the chicken tenders. It is, I guess. Hey, this is two player co podcast co op podcast <laughs> where every week two brothers get together to discuss their burps and the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you go downstairs, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share the video with your friends and family. Seriously, though, we we get together every week. We discuss well, maybe not every week. Mostly every week, we got some travel coming up, and it's it's going to be tough the next couple weeks, but it's post E3. It's fine. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. It means a lot to us. We're trying to get to 1,000 subs this year. It really means the world to us. Even if you only listen on audio services across the multiverse, if you would go to the youtube.com slash two-player co-op and hit that subscribe button, it means the world to us. Also, if you like cool shirts like we have, like Hangman Page, I'm going to be rooting for Jericho just because. You can go, well, not for this yeah, year, but you can this. go to <laughs> teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. Uh, yeah, so... Last week was E3. Usually there's not a lot to talk about, so we're about to have some fun with this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Why did it make that noise? Because I had a dent in it. Oh. Popped it out. (laughs) Your dent. You just went. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Your dentist is named Crentist. Maybe that's why he became a dentist. (laughs) Um, real quick before we get into all the, the, the dumb stuff and everything, uh, <laughs> yeah, before we get to the dumb stuff, there was a report from Game Informer's Andrew Reiner, which Colin also said he's heard this as well from people after the Project Scarlet review. This is not me being a homer. Let me be very clear about that. But there's a lot of industry sources and everything that they're, that are saying the PS5 is substantially more powerful than the Xbox One, which that honestly surprises the, the Xbox One. Scarlet, I hope sorry. So. Yes. <laughs> that also surprised me. But no, it's more supposedly it's more powerful than the Scarlet. Good. As it should be. I'm I'm happy, but like the PS4 Pro sucked. What compared to the one X oh, well, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Cave Wonders. Get out. If you didn't, if you couldn't tell, this is going to be a fun podcast this week. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. Very happy about that, although a little bit surprised as well. However, what <laughs> I thought I meant to say, albeit, but I said although it did I say? No, I don't know. I was just saying you're back there. Yeah, <laughs> how many hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. By the way, no. Before we get into all the really stupid stuff, <laughs> Happy Father's Day, everybody! It's Father's yes. Day. Happy Father's Day to this guy. Hey, his first, first Father's Day. Um, it's the best. It's just, it is literally the best thing in the world is being a dad. It's also probably the hardest thing. That and being a husband, they're both incredibly difficult. And I'm not saying that against our wives. It's just being married is incredibly difficult, period. Being a parent is incredibly difficult, period. But I am so We're happy. traded for the world. Yeah, I'm so happy that you have a Father's yeah. Day now. And it just it just makes me so happy and Kira's so cute and just like her, her big old cheeks and like <laughs> <laughs> and her smile is just oh my god, it lights up yep. the room. So yeah. 
all right, now the stupid stuff. I watched Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last night. No. What day is it? Sunday. Two nights ago. You have to watch this. Before you go out of town on your trip, you have to watch this movie. I freaking loved it. Really? It is one of my favorite DC animated movies I've ever seen. And like Bernardo, like we were tweeting back and forth. It Like at first when it got announced and then recently when he bought it too. I was worried about the designs of the turtles. It looks like, like the animated version of the new live action Ninja Turtles. That's kind of what it, that's kind of how it, it, it looks they just look weird. like big and bulky and, but they don't have noses. They don't have nostrils, but they don't even have like the old Ninja, like the 89 Ninja Turtles. Like it's just like they got flat faces. They have no beaks. They have nothing. Yeah. It's weird, but it is, it is so much fun. Oh my God. This is like, <laughs> this was like a dream come true for me watching this movie. That's the best way I can put it. Like <clears throat> interplay between the turtles is great. Batman's great. It's Troy Baker. Troy Baker also plays the Joker in it, which is just freaking amazing. Um, it's just, it's, 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 I, I don't even know how to put it into words cause you haven't seen it, but it's perfect. And I will say they set it up for a sequel. Really? And I want to see that sequel. It's now there was like a comic first, right? Or graphic novel. Or I think something. it was like six, maybe six episodes, something like that, but, or, or six issues. Sorry. Yeah. But so does this cover that whole thing? Do you know that? I didn't know. Okay. Cause I, I haven't read the comics, but it's so good. It is so freaking good. Like at first the Ninja Turtle designs really graded on me. And then I got over it relatively qu- quickly because the actual movie was so good. And Batman just, there's stuff in here that will make you watch this and say, maybe not out loud, but in your head, you say, I cannot believe I'm actually seeing this happen. I'll say that. Yeah. It's amazing. Sean, what do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I'm curious about number three here. So, All right, I, got, so I got nothing. <laughs> okay. So it's a slow news week after yes. E3. There is something we teased quite a long time ago on this podcast. And we said, you know what? We shouldn't get into this now because we've got enough to talk about. Blah, 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 blah. But eventually, I knew this would come back. And that, Sean, is... I can't find it. <laughs> Stalling. So, here's what it is. Oh, yeah, yours isn't a magnet. <laughs> <laughs> I will never lose the cap to my freaking pen again, pencil. Um, <laughs> there was one time we went on the pod... <laughs> We went on the podcast and we started briefly touching on the subject of Taco Bell sauces. Okay. And then I think we almost started spinning that off into condiments in general when it comes to fast foods. Okay. And I said, no, 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 let's save it. We ain't got that much to talk <laughs> about this week, so it's time. Sean. Okay. What is the best sauce at Taco Bell oh. and why is it mild? The best sauce is one they don't have anymore. Uh, what? And I'm trying to think of what... I think it was called Smoky or... No, it wasn't called Smoky. What was it called? Was it something like it... Uh, um, I got to look it up now. No, what, what's the burrito place we love right over here? Um, Booyah. 
Yeah, booyahs. They've got that chipotle, like smoky kind of salsa. You know what I mean? They had one. Um, uh, anyways, to answer your question, the best is fire sauce of what they currently have. Okay. Um, how do I even find this? Um, Google.com. All right, once you start talking about yours, I'll do some more research. So now they have Mild Hot Fire and Diablo. I tried Diablo. It's not bad. Um, But mine, my favorite is Fire. I used to be a mild guy. Then I'm like, let me try the hot sauce. Mm -hmm. I don't care for their hot sauce. Jess likes the hot sauce. But then they came out with Fire, and I'm like... I can't not try it. Yeah. And to me, the fire is not as spicy as their hot sauce. Or it's at least hmm. a different... To me, their hot sauce is like a hotter version of their mild sauce. Okay. <laughs> but their fire sauce is something... Whatever makes mild and, and hot hot, I think it's a totally different pepper or spice okay. or whatever that they use in the fire. Uh, to me, hands down, it is fire. I'm going to let you go now while I try to figure out the I mean, name to of me, the sauce like that they don't have anymore. Mild sauce tastes the best, and I don't think there's any comparison. But now, like, it's what I've always had since I was... How old were we when we got a Taco Bell in Watertown? Was I like six, eight or nine? Seven, yeah, so yeah. you were like five, six. So like... And again, shout out to Dad. Happy Father's Day. I, I still will never forget the time that I got my green burrito. It been a. It might have been a Cholito, and I'm like, I'm going to... Rip this open, point it down, squeeze it so it goes onto the you know the paper thing, and then it goes thunk, right into my dad's shirt, sitting across the table from me. And he just stared at me, and I stared at him with my mouth agape, like because he was in his like nice work. Clothes. Yes, he he had like a shirt and tie on and everything. Yeah. And I think what did he say? Did he say? Do you have anything to say? Like he was there. There was like a little bit of a standoff for a little. Yeah, bit. we stared at <laughs> each other like, who's gonna die for? <laughs> And then I think he said something effective. Do you have anything to say? I was like, Dad, I'm so sorry. And he just shockingly said, it's fine. Let's right. I mean, let's it's not like on. you. Right. I didn't go, hey, Dad. <laughs> like fucking freaking sorry. Oops. Dean Ambrose. Beep. I'll go back. All right. So the only thing I can find, this must be. Mild it. sauce tastes the best. It's not the spice that I worry about. It's the, the, the taste of the mild sauce with beans and cheese and beef and and chicken anything it is the perfect combination to where in my mind mild sauce is the best bar none this was the one fire roasted oh i do remember that yeah and that was good and then i they just got like it was so good that i stopped getting fire sauce Mm -hmm. because it was new i'm like well i gotta try it and i'm like this this is my new jam like this is better than fire sauce and then they just got rid of it so now I'm back to fire sauce, but um, is that the only fast food question? Are there any other great condiments? Like, well, here we go. Go for it. Uh, Chick-fil-A sauce. I was going to say Chick-fil-A sauce, I think is kind of the, the OG. When it comes to fries, at least, I don't like it on anything else. I don't like it on chicken. I just like it on my fries. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I like it on the chicken and fries. Um, one that I think goes a little under the radar that... 
is really only good. Like I can't think of any other uses for it outside of <coughs> this establishment's uh, <gasps> menu. Uh, I well maybe I don't know. say it. Arby sauce. Yep. Nice, my man. Like it's perfect. It's so good. It's good on it the is. roast beef. It's good on their curly fries. Yes. But like I don't know what else I would ever put it on. I don't know that I'd put it on like chicken. What would you call it? Is it a barbecue sauce? It's like a thinner. It's like thin. Yeah, it's definitely tang, not thick. Maybe tangy. Yeah. It's like a tangy barbecue sauce Say or something. Tangy. Um, I love me some Arby sauce. I love Arby sauce. I now, love Arby's roast beef. Another thing that's good there, with Arby sauce. No cheese needed. Which I just recently found out this was its own thing. I guess, and I always assumed it was just Arby sauce, and it's not. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's on other things, but when you get a beef and cheddar. There's some kind of red sauce they put on it. Really? Along with the cheese that's sauce. That's not Arby sauce? It is not. It really doesn't huh. taste like Arby sauce, but in my mind, I just always assumed that's what it was. But I was looking up like calorie information, which you should never do when it comes to Arby's. Uh, or anything. But like it shows like every ingredient on yeah. it. And I think they call it a red ranch sauce or something. I, it does not, uh, to me, there's nothing ranch about it. But Ranch. that's also very good. And I don't think they have it on any other sandwiches. You can't get it. Like, I think it's on that sandwich and that's hmm. it. But um, another one, since all these things keep popping into my head, the, I think they call it creamy jalapeno sauce. The sauce that they put on like a quesadilla at Taco Bell. I'm back to Taco Bell. Like on the chicken Arby's quesadilla? Yeah. Whatever the chicken quesadilla sauce is, is fantastic. That. Wait, have you gotten that on other things? No, I'm so but proud. I used oh. to ask for a side of it. Yeah. To, to dip my chicken quesadilla <laughs> And then that became a bit too much. Because usually when I would ask for it, I always got the feeling like I was the only person that had ever you asked for that. You were, yeah. So I just stopped doing it because I always got like weird looks and they'd ask like what I was talking about. Um, another thing that's really good, sticking with Taco Bell, is the some kind of a, like a ranch. The stuff they put on a cheesy gordita crunch, that white sauce. Oh, I man. Had it. My, mind's, th- my mind's going a mile a minute now. The only thing I can think of is the the Baja Gordita, which they don't have anymore. It's the Baja sauce was amazing. Yeah. Um, the white barbecue sauce at Nukes. Oh, my God. Very oh. good. Uh, the, the only problem is they never put... Sorry for your ears. I hit the microphone. They, they never put enough on there. So I always have to go back up and say, can I get a side? Because like oh, your chicken really? is so overcooked that it's like dry. And if you don't give me enough white barbecue sauce on there... Uh, Bar- barbecue white barbecue on sauce on there it's just not going to work for me mm. I do have to give a special shout out don't hate do not hate McDonald's barbecue sauce is pretty damn good you dip McDonald's fries in the McDonald's barbecue I sauce I do like their barbecue sauce <laughs> that is a fantastic combination no, I mean now we're just rolling um, <laughs> off of that topic so for a while when I was a kid I think I was in like maybe high school, but maybe it was like junior high. It was at least junior high before I decided to try. Neither of us are particularly adventurous eaters. That's that is correct. There's so many things I just assumed I wouldn't like because I just thought it was something that it wasn't, or I just literally thought I wouldn't like it. I used to not like barbecue sauce, or I thought I didn't. And then all of a sudden I tried it and I'm like, this is fantastic. Why? Now I basically use it. I almost don't use ketchup anymore. I yeah. want barbecue sauce for my fries. Burgers. I'll put it on a hot dog. I'll put it on a burger. Whoa. You put it on a hot dog? 
Mm, I think I have, but no, hot dogs are the one thing that I'd still do ketchup with. Supposedly, we are the weird ones because hot dogs should only have like mustard. mustard is a must. I freaking hate must mustard by far my least favorite condiment. Hate me now. I don't even care. That well, relish sucks too. But like, who cares about relish? Like, I like pickles. I don't like relish. Mustard sucks. Um, caramel was another thing that I just for a while. I don't know why. It's just sugar. Oh, I know. <laughs> but for a while, I just didn't eat it. And then I'm like, wow, this is really. You good probably too. thought it was peanut butter. Uh, probably. Yeah. Along those lines, it took me a long time before I ever realized I liked. Twix, because I assume they, they had crunched. peanut butter in yeah. them. Uh, today, Brittany and I were talking about something on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Twixer. <laughs> we were talking about all the old, like, Little Debbie and Hostess yeah. type things. And she's like, oh, I used to love these. And she showed me a picture of Star Crunch. I remember these things were huge when I was in, like, elementary school. I don't even Everybody ate that. them. And I was like, oh, I remember those, but I'm like, I never eat them because I always thought I was allergic to peanuts or whatever. And she's like, there's no peanuts in them. I'm like, yes, there is. Like, that, that's it's Star Crunch. That's what makes it crunchy. She's like, no, it's like chocolate and like rice. Ass. It's basically like a crunch bar and carrot. With a rice cake inside it or something. So I would have absolutely loved those. And all this time, I thought it had peanuts or peanut butter or something in it. For the longest time, I was scared of M&Ms because they crunched, even though I know there were <laughs> peanut M&Ms and regular M&Ms, the regular M&Ms, they crunched. I was like, this has peanuts. I'm going to die if I eat this. Just for the record, if you haven't been watching that long, I'm allergic to every nut on the face of the earth. Sean is not, but because I but was, I think he, conv- I was. he convinced himself that he was allergic to nuts as well. Yes. That is correct. That is correct. Well, that was good. That's exactly that was some witty banter right there. Insanity that I wanted it to be. All right, let's move along. Sean, what have you been playing, if anything? Now you hinted at something at dinner. Yes. And I don't know what to expect. So I started this isn't it, but I'll start with this. Uh this morning when I woke up, uh just the moment I put on. I was about to start singing that, and I couldn't remember the words. Um, That was the pause there. I fired up just kind of to try it out. Uh, Borderlands 2. PS Plus. Okay. It's fun. It's basically exactly how I remember Borderlands being. Okay. Um, I didn't get too far, but it's fun. (laughs) The only thing I don't like about it. And I'm sure this is something that changes as you either level up or get better guns. This rifle I have sucks. Like, I see a guy. He's not terribly far away. Like, he's taken up. Like, I can see his face, his arms, his legs. Right. Like, he's not way off in the distance. And I'm targeting. I he's, I got him dead to rights. And I'm like. <sighs> and I hit him with probably two out of, like, 50 bullets. Like, they're just going everywhere. And it's not my aiming. It's just, I don't know if it's. Is it recoil on the gun or something? Or no, is it just my, bad it, I was standing like right on it. Okay. And it was just. And it was like. So it's a crappy gun. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe it's a crappy gun or maybe I just need to level up my aim or something. I don't know. But that was kind of driving me nuts. But I actually kind of had a lot of fun with it. It's something that. It's not like I'm like, I can't wait to get into it and play again. Yeah. But it's the kind of thing to where I'm just like. I don't really know. I'm bored. I kind of want to play something. I don't really have anything to play, which is going to change shortly. Maybe I'll fire it back up and play a little bit. But after I was done with that, 
I fired up again just because I was looking for something to play and had a little time to kill. I fired up Chasm. And... This game... Okay. And... I want to... That's, I basically, that's so freaking weird. There's been something gnawing at me saying, play this game. I really? don't know why. I think because I've seen Colin and some, I think it was Damon, somebody, or maybe it was uh, Schreier. Somebody else was tweeting in the last month about Time Splitter, that Metroidvania game that Colin loved last okay. year. And the art style and stuff kind of reminds me of Chasm. There's something about it that made me want to go back and play that game. So that's that's crazy. It's just so good. Like, I just, I didn't want to start a new game because I know it takes a little bit to get it. I just kind of wanted to get okay, a so flavor you didn't start of a new game. save. No. Okay. But I kind of want to. But this is another one of those things that... You got bloodstained in three days, two days. Yeah. Like, if I had it on Switch, I would see taking yeah. it on my trip and starting it over. But I don't know when I'm going to, but I, I definitely got the itch to kind of start that over. I loaded up my save that was at the end of the game. Basically went through the last, like, lava area again and beat it. I beat the final boss and whatever, but... Oh, man. That game's great. It's so good. And it's so, like... Bernardo now playing Hollow Knight kind of makes me want to dive back into that, but that is like it stresses me out just thinking about starting that game over. Like Hollow it's, Knight it's or Chasm? Big Hollow Knight. Yeah, Chasm does not at all. You can beat me it in ten. Hours. Like yeah, it seems like something I could just pick up and play. Like I think I'm going to by the end of the summer I will have played through that game again. Yeah. I think, but. Um, definitely got the itch. It's bad timing now because I'm about to go away for a couple weeks. Um, so it won't happen anytime soon, but I think I'll be playing through that game in the near future. Um, I think that's it, though. I think that's all I've played. Okay. That's all I got. So we're both kind of in a holding pattern right now. Bloodstain comes out as you're watching this or listening to this, either yesterday or today. I don't you know, haven't gotten any kind of like shipping notification, have you? No. Because okay. I haven't either. Driving me nuts. Okay. So I'm assuming it'll ship tomorrow. It still says it's coming on Tuesday, but it's driving me nuts right now. Um, both of us cannot wait to play Bloodstained. I don't know when you're going to get our impressions on that because this next weekend I'm going to be out of town and then Sean goes out of town for two weeks right after that. So it, it might be a little bit before you see us again, but we'll have some interstitials and let's plays and stuff that I'm incredibly scared to death of doing, but don't worry. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know what to play. I want to play something, but everything is so big. Like I don't want to like, I just beat God of War. I don't want to like start Horizon or anything like that again. And I'm looking at my thing. I'm like, what games do I have installed? Oh, I'm going to go back and play some Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Mm. And I must say, the kids still got it. So I played it. We're recording this Sunday night. Like I said, it's Father's Day. Saturday, yesterday, which is the day before the Sunday. The Sunday. Day after Friday. Yes. Like eight days before Sunday as well. Um I played it in the afternoon when Eliza was napping and Jess was like showering and getting ready because we were going to go out to dinner and stuff. And I'm playing it. I'm like, man, I'm not good. Like I lost like, first off, it takes forever because all I want to do is play online. So what were you playing? <sighs> Super Turbo? Two and Super Turbo going back and forth. But it takes forever to find somebody to play with on a Saturday afternoon. I was like, man, I played maybe four or five 
fights. I probably won two between the two games. I don't remember what it was, but I said, I'm just going to go back. Like, obviously I'm rusty. I haven't played street fighter probably since we did our last stream at extra life. Um, so I'm going to go back. And so I played a little bit of champion edition, a little bit of turbo, a little bit of alpha three, I'm getting the feel for it and everything. I was like, okay, that's good. We got to go to dinner today. Father's day. It's my day. Cause I'm a father. <clears throat> Liza's asleep. Jess is taking a nap. The boys are watching Man of Steel. Shout out to my boys. I'm very proud of that. They were like randomly like, Nick was like, Casey, do you want to watch Superman? Like Man of Steel? <laughs> yes, me too. I was like, I love you guys. Oh, it's so good. Um, I fired it up. Apparently a lot more people play Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection on a Sunday than they do a Saturday. Okay. So I start, again, it still takes forever to find a match. I start on two turbo. I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to do my old reliable, whatever. I'm sitting there forever. I'm like checking Twitter and stuff, taking forever to find a match. What I found with Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, no matter what game you play, you either match up with somebody that has like zero wins or five million wins. And because, how many do you have? Um, like 20, 30? No, I, don't, I, I didn't play that much online oh. because I alternated so much between the games because it's, oh. it's wins by game. I gotcha. Okay. On Street Fighter 2 Turbo, I had like seven or eight. And I finally find somebody to play against. It's like, oh, you found a match. 288 wins. I'm like, so right there, I get into my head and I'm like, I can't beat this guy. Doesn't matter who he is. I pick Ryu. He picks a guy. And I'm like, okay. I know how to fight Sagat. Like, that's one of those things that's ingrained. Like, if you've ever, like, you know how to play, how you fight Sagat. Like, this dude played Sagat like the computer does. And I was like, Tiger, 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 <laughs> Tiger. I'm like, okay, block, jump. And I'm like, I beat him three times in a row. This dude with 288 wins. Feeling great. Then go back out, go back in. Somebody else comes up. 428 wins. I'm like, Okay, 428 wins. And I'm sitting here on like 10 or 12, whatever it was, on two turbo. I don't know what it is. And I beat him too. He was Guile. He, we went like one. I beat him. He beat me. And then that was it. So we went one-on-one against each other. But like I was super proud of myself. And I was like, okay. Super turbo proud of I yourself? Was, no. Then I went to super turbo. And I was super turbo proud of myself. Because somehow this guy won 15 fights in a row online today wow 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 i went from four to like getting my yellow belt and going up to whatever that four plus 19 wins like so proud of myself this one guy just it's like there's there's clearly nobody playing this game so i kept matching up with this guy like i started out with four win four wins he had like four or five whatever it was but like he could not beat me. He couldn't beat me. And I just wrecked him. I wrecked him 12 out of the Ryu 15 times. Ryu or Ken going back and forth. But I did realize, again, I definitely like Ryu. I just play so much better with Ryu. I don't know if it's mental or what, but I play so much better with Ryu than I do Ken. I got 12 of my 15 wins against him. The other three, if you do not have a at least good internet connection you should not be allowed to play online games period these other three games i played i won them all two two against some dude playing cammy once one against a guy playing um i can't remember who he was it might have been sagat as well but like 
you can't play Street Fighter online with incredible lag or any lag to begin with. It's like, hey, I'm like, what the hell is that? I, I won all of them. And then finally, some, I went online. Somebody, I finally, after I won 15 in a row, I lost. I said, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm getting ready for dinner. But I had a lot of fun with it. Like, I love Street Fighter 2 so much. I, I played Alpha a couple times online. I didn't even try Street Fighter 3 because I just have no, yeah, I can't no knowledge of what I'm doing. Even Alpha 3, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing on that either. It feels like the air might have just come on. I felt something. Um, but I, I had a lot of fun with it. But I'm so excited for Bloodstain to come out here in a couple of days. Yeah. I cannot wait. That's got a lot of hype to live up to, but... I'm not expecting it to be better than Symphony of the Night, no. but like, if it's as good as, not that it's a bad game, but if it's as good as Chasm, yeah, that, that I mean that's a win for me. If it's better than Chasm or the Messenger, yeah, okay, you did it, Ega. Good yeah. for you. I can't wait. I'm interested to see how long that game is. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule's supposedly about four hours long. However, what does length really mean in this game? Because the whole point of it is you beat it, and then you unlock more options, and then you can play through it again and again and again. It's all random, uh, procedurally generated and all that. I'm like, if you beat it the first time, you can turn off. I think there's a setting to where you don't even need to do it in time with the beat. I'm like, okay, so it's just a Zelda game then? That's yeah. what I want to do. Can I do that from the beginning? No? Okay. Yeah, but... So we got Bloodstained on Tuesday, and then 10 days after that, Super Mario Maker 2. God almighty, I cannot wait for that freaking game. I cannot wait. Yeah. I watch a lot of like Mario Maker videos on YouTube just when I'm bored. Yeah, just like, yeah whatever. Let me look <clears throat> some up. And I'm making all... I should have been making actual notes, and I haven't, but like mental notes of like, Ooh, I bet I could do something similar to that, but instead of this, I could do that. Like yeah. interesting ways to kind of make things. Oh, I'm gonna have so much fun with that game. I'm still a little not concerned, but I mean, the Wii U is the perfect system for that. Yeah. And I'm the 3DS is too. Yeah, honestly, I'm interested to see how it works on the Switch. Where I mean, I guess if you're playing handheld, it's not that bad. I feel like I'm gonna wish I had a stylus. <coughs> yeah. But I feel I like know, can I, I use this? Would I, would I be able to just no, no? Because that's only compatible with this. You have but to use would, your finger. But I mean, <clears throat> that's the only thing I'm a little worried about. But I think that I mean the touch screen. Like if you touch, if you you take an iPhone or an iPad and you touch what you want to touch, you touch that on the screen. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. Hot <clears throat> dogs. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to do most of my creating in handheld mode. Yeah. Just because. Like, our plan, I'll just say it right now, our plan is for once Sean gets back in town, we're, we're going to both, we're both getting the game, we're both going to create levels for each other, and we're going to have some fun Let's Plays off of that. Fly Pelican. <laughs> there, there's, you can do Cat Bowser. I saw a Cat Bowser in a yeah. Super Mario 3D World thing. I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to mess with 3D World too much. I, I like three. To me, world, world is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably do mostly world and new. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Um, so, yeah. Sean, you want to get the news of the week? <coughs> sure. <coughs> New challengers approached. All right. So, again, it's the week after E3. There's not a lot to talk about. Um, but let's talk about some of the biggest games coming out of E3. 
Avengers, uh, there was a bunch of interviews going around and gameplay impressions and all that stuff. So let's run through this and then I want to get your thoughts on it, Sean. Uh, the game is officially not open world. Uh, there are different, quote, different kinds of regions where you can go from place to place. They're, they're basically saying, like, it's a linear game, <clears throat> which honestly I like. <laughs> I'm, I'm overworlded. No. Open, open worlded, worlded out. Yeah. Like, that's why God of War was so good. Like, I just mainlined God of War in probably 15 hours when I beat it on New Game Plus. You know what I mean? Like, perfect length that's fine i platinumed it in 45 hours that was fine too but like if you just want to go through a story you should be able to do that i'm fine with that so the gameplay nobody got to play the game but they got to see an extended gameplay demo behind closed doors of what we saw in the trailer let me run through that for you so it all happens on this a day thing which is on the golden gate bridge when they're getting attacked by Who's it's and what's it's? I don't. I don't know who's attacking them. I don't think we know that. Correct? It's just a bunch of bad guys. No, but there are who's it's and what's it's galore. Yeah. What's that? Little Mermaid. Yeah. Okay. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. Wow. You want thing about thing about? I got plenty. (laughs) I got twenty. (laughs) Something I got plenty though. She says plenty. Maybe it is plenty. Up to the sun, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that not open world. Okay. Thor plays like Kratos. He has super moves, but what I've heard, the gameplay is, quote, boring pre-Ragnarok Thor. Yeah. That's judging by the way his character model looks in this. <laughs> he looks like boring pre Ragnarok Thor. He looks like, uh, yeah. Also, like as cool as it was, like Kratos, because I just played through this game again. You throw the axe, it comes back to you. Nothing is like pre canned. Like you can throw the axe, you can go like I don't even like to up to the mountaintop from Kratos' house, and then finally be like, okay, I guess I need the axe now. <laughs> And it's like end game and bam, it comes back to you. It's not this. Everything seems like it's so like the animations are pre can I am so well, well, we'll get to it here. Then it switches to Iron Man and he's flying over the Golden Gate Bridge and it's an on rail section. It feels like an on rail shooter. Yeah. He feels the most restricted out of all five heroes that you can play as. Hulk then jumps out of a jet and beats up a bunch of people. He can run on walls. His gameplay looked like a lot of fun, according to people that saw it, and it's all about momentum and building momentum and doing all this other stuff. Cap plays like Batman and Spider-Man, so it's all about the rhythm base. This is the... But then they're going to kill him, so I'm like, what the hell? What? Why? I hate you so much. Like, I love the combat in Arkham. I love the combat in Spider-Man. Cap plays like that. So he's beating up people and all this other stuff. You throw your shield as part of combinations, and you get it back, and it's all rhythm-based, and it sounds so cool. Except... He dies. Supposedly, he dies. Then Black Widow comes in and she fights Taskmaster. Uh, all the Avengers show up, but it's just a QTE with her on his back, like God of War 3, 100 years ago. Um, so you do all the QTEs, then you fight him one-on-one. And then there was also some interviews that came out after the fact where Crystal Dynamics slash Square said they have no plans to change the character designs for any of the Avengers. Sean. What do you think about all that? I'm pretty down on this game. I'm um, incredibly down, yeah. So it doesn't even sound... It sounds like you don't 
switch between them on the fly. Like in this area, you control four. And then when you get here, you are Iron Man. Like, I, I don't know. It just does not, it's not doing it for me. Um, I would maybe be okay with the fact that they're not changing character designs. I don't think, I mean, they're pretty bad, Mm -hmm. but I think they could also benefit a lot just from kind of cleaning that, like tweaks. I don't need a whole redesign. I mean, all the white dudes look like the same dude with different hair (laughs) or facial hair. That's what bugs me. Like, and Black you, Widow you can do looks a lot like just Lori Laughlin or something. I don't even know what's <laughs> happening with her. Like her red hair does not go with her face. Something is so off about her. Yeah, I don't know. I think you could do a lot just by tweaking them. Now, if yeah. they're saying they're not even going to do that, like, no, this is what they're going to look like. Uh, that's ridiculous. I don't know how that made it off the cutting room floor, but whatever. Um, I don't know. I have, at this point, I have zero hopes for this game. Yeah. Now, I will say... I mean, it was just kind of luck because I don't think anybody expected this. I nailed this. Before this game came out, I was like, how is there an Avengers game and coming no out? About it. Nobody has said anything. Nobody seems to really care. This should yeah, be well, Spider-Man and then some. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? No. I'm going to put that aside. I am hyped for this game. And now I'm right back to, oh, no, I, I don't. I wish I didn't know about this game. And again, the fact that makes me know that I'm in the right here is Ernie's like, no, nah, this is wild trash. Like I'd yeah. rather play ultimate Alliance than this crap. Like the funny thing is, so segue final fantasy seven comes out March 3rd watchdogs, which before this E3, I would have thought if you tell me watchdogs three Legion, whatever you want to call it. And final fantasy seven remake are coming out the same day or within a few days of each other. I want watchdogs because of what I'm about to say and what we've seen, I'm going to play Final Fantasy VII and I will wait a month for Watch Dogs. And now that I know I don't have to worry about Avengers as it stands now, I'm like, yeah, I can take my time with Final Fantasy VII yeah. and then I can get to Watch Dogs. I don't know if I'm going to play Cyberpunk. That's in between the two, but like, I don't know. Um, I, I cannot believe how down on this Avengers game I am. And this is not because I'm an, a, a, a you know Marvel hater or anything like that. DC no, I mean, this is because like you, if you've listened to anything we've said about Marvel movies over the last few months, I've seen the light. I screwed up. I get it. You know, like Man of Steel is great, by the way. Just seeing the, like the first 45 minutes of that movie, it is so good. They went off the rails with Batman versus Superman. Yeah. You know, like, no, you were just, whatever the hell you were planning after Man of Steel, it wasn't Batman versus Superman. You did that because everybody's like, destroying Metropolis, you gotta eat the jello and the pudding. Like, why? Uh, The the retcon was cool that Bruce was there. And again, even when I, oh, the boys watched Batman versus, the boys watched Batman versus Superman on Saturday, randomly. They want to put it on. They didn't watch the ultimate cut, so they watched it. I forgot that the desert scene, there's no fire. There's no nothing. So you're going to pin in the theatrical cut of this movie. You're thinking that Lex Luthor, as as Affleck calls him, Lex Luthor's bad guys are pinning this on Superman from Bullet. Like Superman came down with all his superpowers and was like, (laughs) like you don't show anybody get set on fire. That's all in the ultimate cut. The setting them on fire, heat vision, all this other stuff. 
So you, you're trying to convince people that he came down. The lady in the courtroom says he rained fire, but we never see that. But the whole thing is about Lois and this stupid bullet in her journal. Okay. Then you go back to uh, Cavill is in his, his, his apartment watching that news story. And I'm like, oh, man, that's so weird. And in the theatrical cut, it's like, oh, the Pat brand. He's, he's it's a for the poor for the poor criminals. And then in the in the like, why is Superman watching a news report about the Batman who he's shown he hasn't said one word about up to this point in the ultimate cut? He's up. It, that's talking about the whole. It's talking about the hearing in Washington and all this other stuff. Not only that, when it gets to the hearing in Washington, what? Having the boom. Yeah. From like, you went from. <laughs> your impression's got it all over the place. So, but then wait. It's so hot out here. But wait. But wait. Then wait till we play Lost Levels. But wait. Then when you get to the courtroom scene, I did not remember this in the theatrical cut. She she spins around Granny's peach tea and she's like, huh? Lex Luthor's not here. Let me look over the wheelchair. And Clark's like, huh? Wabam! It explodes. The capital, everything explodes. They go back to Kal-El, Clark, and they're going, and all these people are burning up. But And then they cut. And they go back to, to Lois calling him in the hotel room. The ultimate cut is where you actually see him outside bringing somebody from the rubble, like floating down, bringing them. And then he looks at Lois and he's like, I don't know what's going on. I got to leave. Like, at least they showed that in the ultimate cut. In the actual theatrical cut, Superman's just like, well, shoot. All those people died. I guess I can't save anybody. Um, doesn't try. <laughs> doesn't do anything. So now I understand people that have only seen the the theatrical cut of Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I understand why you're pissed at it. I'm not saying it gets that much better in the ultimate cut, but Things everything make makes sense. much more sense. It's still too long. It's too drawn out. But the Batman vs Superman fight is. How did we get here? <laughs> Oh, because you were saying you're not a Marvel hater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you are, but that's not why. No, I'm not. I yeah. haven't been for a little bit. Well, yeah. So anyways, want to move on? Yeah. Final Fantasy VII. So the producer, I'm not going to say his name because I didn't write it down. Each game will, quote, have a volume of content comparable to a standalone Final Fantasy game. He also said that, quote, due to the work already done on the first game, we anticipate development of the second game to be more efficient. Uh, they have also kind of hinted at that this game could definitely be a cross-generation release. At this point, I'm like, duh, this game, whatever. If it's any more than two parts, it kind of has to be. Even Final Fantasy VII two, whatever they end up calling it, it's going to come out on the PS5, period. At this point, March, it's not like the next one's going to come out before November when the PS5 comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I will I'm say... I'm so happy, but I'm still kind of annoyed. But So everything I heard from... Greg, Tim, everybody that has played this game was like, it is, this sounds like not baby's first RPG, but like the perfect marriage that I heard. And Gerard, the completionist said it's Final Fantasy 15 combat meets Final Fantasy 13 combat meets, he might've said Kingdom Hearts, I think. 
I know you hated Final Fantasy 13, but do you remember anything about the combat in that? What was different? Like, I know Final Fantasy 15 is the hack and slash that builds up your ATB meter. I'm trying to think if 13 was still turn-based or what. It's not that I really hated the combat. I didn't. I just didn't care for the game. It was like over the top linear. Okay. Like Final Fantasy X is pretty linear. I remember thirteen being just like very linear. Like you get through a part and you're done. You can't go back. Now I think later That's in the weird. game you can, but it's like yeah. once you're past here, like now you can't go back. You this is where you are now. You're here, and maybe at the end of the game you get like an airship or something. Yeah. You can go back. I don't know, but. All I remember is there's these paradigm shifts that you could do in 13 as part of the battle where you change. I don't even remember what that means, but like, is that something like this whole slow down time thing? In no, it was like you change your, I don't, I, it's been so long since I played it. Maybe you go from like using one kind of weapon to another based on like the type of enemy you're fighting or something. I don't know. I don't know. What kind of scares me is none of those games you mentioned were final fantasy 12 which is what I was hoping yeah. to hear this is kind of like. Um, but, I mean, even Kingdom Hearts, that's a... To me, 15 was kind of like Kingdom Hearts anyway, but I don't know. I really I don't have any real concerns about this game. I mean, the, it's going to be awesome. The thing I liked about this, about the ATB stuff, is once you build up your meter, once you hit that button for whatever it does <laughs> to put you into the ATB, like the... Yeah, okay. Tough guy. <laughs> Once you go into matrix mode, it's like there's no time limit too. Like that whole when they went into the mode in in the the demos we saw at E3 and it's like panning around cloud and stuff. That's not just for the that's that's how it is. Like you can like okay. All right. I've got these four guys attacking me or whatever and I got the scorpion guard over here. How do I want to plan this out? Yeah. Like it sounds like my kind of turn-based battle which isn't turn-based at all, but it's right. you know what I mean? It's like it's Kingdom Hearts, Zelda, whatever, to get your ATB gauge up. And then you once you activate it, you can switch characters, you can do whatever, you can plan everything out. And it seems like, I, I'm just, I'm so excited for this game. Yeah. The cynic in me isn't coming through at all for this game. Maybe that'll come back to bite me in the butt. I don't know. Everything I've heard about this, with only playing 20 minutes of Final Fantasy VII in my entire life, maybe 30 or 40, like, I'm so excited to finally... Even though it's only, and that's the other. So they they said they're going to exp- they're going to expand on the citizens of Midgar. I think is what the quote was. Yeah. To turn this this game this part one episode one whatever you want to call it, it's coming on two fifty gig Blu ray discs. What the hell? Breath of the Wild was thirteen gigs. What are they doing? Yeah. The only thing I can think of is there's so much audio and they're they're sending it out of the gate with like five or six different language support. What I've heard from other people is that the banter between the the um the party members is really good, which makes me happy as well. So I'm sure there's a lot of dialogue, which means a lot of recorded dialogue, which has to get translated in all these different languages. I don't know, but how how is Midgard five hours in quotes? Of the original game translating to two freaking Blu-ray discs. I just hope that it is two Blu-ray discs, even if it is a lot of audio. I mean, when they say it's the equivalent of a full-fledged Final Fantasy game, there's a lot of Fs. I hope it is not 
just a full Final Fantasy game in terms of length, and they get it there with just a bunch of cutscenes. Yeah, like... I think there's definitely... Between the story that's already there and the story that you can conceivably tell or at least dive into a little more, you could easily... I can see how they can make this one full Final Fantasy game worth of just Midgar. It can definitely be done. Um, And I hope that's what they're doing and not just like Metal Gear Solid 4 where it's just all cutscenes for like um, literally eight or nine hours yeah yeah um at this point i'm i've kind of flip-flopped oh, i'm no. honestly no i'm i mean from way back when okay i'm more concerned with just the style of not the style but their plans for releasing this game yeah episode by episode by whoever who knows how many episodes i'm more concerned with that approach than i am the actual like gameplay i'm i'm past the point like i think the gameplay looks great i think it's gonna work i'm really not worried about that at all i can see i can conceivably see and maybe they just throw a giant curveball but i could see how they would end a game like it needs to like I was, I think I said on the last episode, it's not like you're just gonna be able to be like, um, de dum de dum, I'm walking out of Midgar and fade to black, done. But See you in episode two. Like you need to end, you need to end the game. When like does, it's got to feel like you fight a final boss. Like it's got to end as if it's a standalone as a, game, as if it's a full game. And so I get how they she, can do that. And I don't know. I forget. Does that happen in Midgar or after? After. When it happens. Okay. After. Well, then I have no idea how they're going to end the first episode. Then. The only thing I can think, I was about to say, I don't know where else you end episode two. Maybe uh, it's that. That might be the end of episode two, and three takes you from there to the end. So yeah. I could, I don't know how you fit another ending into this. I yeah. can see you saying, okay, Midgar, up until it, and then to the end of the game. Well, think about it. I don't know how oh you split this into God. four episodes. It's Star Wars. Is there a point in Midgar, without spoiling it for me, where the good guys can win in Midgar and you feel like you're at the end of A New Hope and you all get your medals and all this? Then episode five comes around and the Empire strikes back and you know what happens and the bad guys win to end episode five. Then episode six comes, Return of the Jedi, you come back and win it. Does that make sense? kind of play out like that. I mean... I'm sure... I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about other than we all... I'm not... You know... Yeah. You know. I think... I think... I think this is going to be three episodes. Yeah. Because I, I don't know too. how you do four. There's not another, unless they change the story quite a bit, there's not, off the top of my head, I can't think of another ending point for an episode besides Midgar, that, and the end of the game. Yeah. So I think it's probably three episodes. Do you not fight Sephiroth until the final boss? Do you ever get to fight him before that? Or should I not even ask that question? I'm trying to think. I don't think you do. There might okay. be some weird kind of... There's Fake battle. flashbacks where you like fight with him. Oh, um, I'm trying to think if you ever fight. Oh I don't think you fight him at all. Okay, until it's over. Certainly not like a true fight until the end of the game. A final fight. A final fight. Next up, Phil Spencer did an interview. Couple quick notes here, Scarlet is not planned to be the last Xbox console. I was shocked when I heard this. 
I thought I don't know that I believe it. I don't either. But like, I don't. I, it's all the wording, like not planned to be right. Maybe they realize five years from now, cloud is the future. The infrastructure is here. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Uh, also, speaking of cloud, bless and you. Even uh, if it was planned to be the last console, you can't say that. You right. can't be like, "Yep, this is going to be our last Xbox ever." Like, I, I don't believe that for our, for a second. Yeah. Also, he said in these interviews that Project X Cloud aims to complement consoles, not to replace them. Which I think was very clear by their whole, the little bit of information they gave about Project Scarlet. Clearly, they're they're not abandoning typical video game hardware for the cloud. Like they right. didn't mention cloud at all when they were discussing Scarlet. So I think it's very interesting. I still don't know how the whole use your console as, as the cloud, like, no, you're just talking remote play. Right. I don't know why more people aren't calling them on their BS with that. I think that's insane. So I, I hope it's not this. I hope we get one more round of consoles, but I mean, I'll be almost 50 by the time the next ones come out. So who knows? All right, Sean. Uh, Woodland one. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I, I, I could, yeah. By three. Time for the wrap up. Sean, The Last of Us 2 may be coming in February. Are you kidding me? This this piqued my interest. Like little things can pique me. Um, so Ashley Johnson was uh, on some radio interview somewhere and they were talking to her about The Last of Us Part 2, blah, blah, blah. She plays Ellie. She was in um, Growing Pains, right? When she was super little. Really? I think so. I did not know that. Anyways, um, I'm sweating so much. Um, and they were talking about the release date and everything, and she started to say, and she went on and said something else. Once she said, and moved on, before this, Schreier, when when the the day before the Death Stranding trailer came out, Schreier was saying, "Yeah, it looks like Death Stranding's coming out November eighth or whatever it is." Uh, because of this, it looks like Last of Us is moving to February. Then she says, <laughs> and everybody else is running with it. It looks like we're getting Last of Us Part Two in February. Absolutely perfect. That's plenty it of time before like Final Fantasy comes out to release it. Like a weird time of year. Yeah. But it makes sense that they're trying to get the jump on March and everything yeah. that's happening. In and March, they got to so. get ready for the fall when the PS 5s out. Yeah. So I hope it's true. I cannot. I, I just can't wait to play that game. If that's true, I almost think we both should play through it again at the same time and do a, <laughs> do an old spoiler cast. You know, seven years too late, whatever it is, and whatever. Get ready for the next one. Yeah. Switcher 3, um, it's going to run in 540p in handheld mode, 720p when it's docked on your TV. Either way, I'm not playing this game. The game's gigantic. The fact that it's even running on a portable handheld console is amazing, is what I would say. So don't whine and complain about the uh, resolution. Yeah, who, who cares? You're I mean, playing. You're playing Switcher Three in your hands. Like, right? What else do you want? I don't care about this game. Therefore, I really don't care about the resolution. But I'm also just happy in general that this is coming out on the Switch. Just because, even yeah. though, yeah, it's not going to look like it did on PS4. It's just cool that they're releasing it on the Switch. Yeah. So I'm happy, but I, I'm not going to get it. Yep. 
same here. Switch Online now has available to play on their NES subscription. There are no SNES games if you saw our uh, E3 recap. I really thought that was... I thought I nailed that prediction. The achievements yeah. was a shot in the dark. Yeah. But like the SNES, come on. Uh, online now, you can play Double Dragon 2. It sucks. Volleyball, it's fun. And City Connection, I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. Uh, Cyberpunk 27, 2077 can be played no kill. Big Mouse in the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> so you can play, if you want to play through no kill, you can do that. Everything I've seen from this game, I don't know how that's possible. It's like they love just just cutting limbs off and everything. And But you can play through no kill if you want to. And finally, Arcade 1-Up, which is way smaller than I realized it was until I actually saw them in person. They announced... A new group of smaller scale arcade cabinets joining their lineup, including a Star Wars cabinet with the original arcade versions of Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. What the hell are they? Do you have any idea what that is? I don't remember those ever. The only Star Wars games I remember being Star in Wars the Arcade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what these are. In addition to the new Star Wars cabinet, Arcade 1-Up also revealed two cocktail cabinets. This is cool. A, quote, Capcom head-to-head cocktail cable with 12 arcade... What did I say? (laughs) Did I say it right? You said cocktail cable. Cocktail cables. With 12 arcade classics, including Street Fighter 2, Final Fight, and Dark Stalkers, as well as, quote, Namco head-to-head cocktail table with eight games. The Namco games revealed for the cocktail cabinet so far... (laughs) Pac-Man, Galaga, and Dig Dug both ranged later this year for $4.99. <laughs> Arcade 1-Up also announced two more cabinets early in the week of E3, including four-player versions of Turtles, the arcade game, and Turtles in Time. If these were life-size, ya boy might be trying to find a way to swing this. Like, if you can buy two WWE belts, I can buy one of these bad boys. Or but they're like, yay big. So... Not knowing really much of anything about these, is that really the only drawback? Like, is the quality, are these like arcade perfect? And the only issue is they're not quite as tall as they should be, but like it controls good, it looks good. Yeah. And like, that's the but only drawback. So my pie. Understandable, but. It, it's it's Raspberry Pi. I mean, it's not, it's emulated version of the arcade games that they're right. emulated perfectly, yes. Yeah. But they're, they're literally, when I went to pick up Nick from uh, Sunday school today, like, there's they've got the Street Fighter 2 arcade one up cabinet. It's literally as as tall as Big Boss's arm here, which is like three feet off the ground. And the screen is Where are the controls? Like a foot off the ground? Pretty much. Like they're so tiny. Yeah. If they were full size arcade cabinets, uh, eventually I'm going to when I get later in life and I have, you know, money to burn, whatever. I see on Instagram all the time because Mark Zuckerberg sucks, but I see like five thousand dollars for this. Freaking monster arcade cabinet with a 32 inch <laughs> screen, and they preload it with all the main gen. They preload it with everything, so you don't have to do anything. You just literally plug it in, and you're good to go. And you can yeah. also plug in USB controllers if you don't want to use the joysticks for like three thousand dollars. It's a it's a ridiculous amount of money, but it's literally like yeah, it's worth it. They do it's all the just, work, so yeah. you don't have to do anything. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah. Eventually, I will get to that point. But these arcade one-ups—they're not. If they were full size, I'd be very tempted, but they're not. Sean, it's been a while, but did you know it's time for the "Did You Know" section of the podcast? I did. Sean, yes. 
Speaking of some of the news that we had this week, did you know that I lost my place? It's drawn. Huh? It's hot. Yeah, it's really hot. <sighs> the Last of Us was originally going to be called Mankind. <laughs> I did not know that. It hurt. <laughs> In this version, all of the infected would have been women. Ellie would have been the only female to be immune, and Joel was protecting her in order to bring her to a lab to develop a max vaccine. Maxine. <laughs> to develop a ma- vaccine. <laughs> the idea was scrapped after several female Naughty Dog employees voiced criticisms and concerns over the concept. Neil Druckmann has said that, quote, the reason it failed is because it was a misogynistic idea. Wait, what? what? Wait, maybe I missed something. Why... I don't know if it's because it was all focused on... I thought that's what people wanted. But all the infected were women. I think that's the problem. So no dudes were uh, infected. Okay. So we're freaking... Uh, no. Yeah, we're superheroes. We're okay. protect the poor women to have the <laughs> bugs in their veins. So I kind of get it, but like... Yeah. The bones of the story was what made it into, spoiler alert, The Last of Us. So... Yeah. Me, me, <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. Oh, was he really just pulling yeah, it Yeah, he was. He's, oh, he was freaking insane. Ugh. So, yeah. It was originally called... Mankind! <laughs> <laughs> I dig the name. I mean, WWE aside. Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a cool... I don't know. Again, it's pretty similar to the end oh, concept and of the game. Man, I mean, is, that, is it mankind? Probably. And, the yeah. man's are going <laughs> to protect the womankind. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Ow. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. This has been episode 140. I told you we'd be in and out quickly. That's what she said. Uh, if you like what you see here, you can go to nerd901.com and get more of that over there for all the things that are nerdy and the, the, the thing. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite to get the rat two-player. <laughs> underscore co-op uh you can find us on youtube.com slash two player co-op make sure if you're even if you're listening on audio services around the multiverse you go over there and you click the subscribe button it means a lot to us if you do like audio and i know sean does i love audio you can find us on apple Podcasts, soundcloud google spotify stitcher and other audio services around the multiverse this has been episode 140 thank you guys so much for being here again we may be gone for a couple of weeks i don't know what's going to happen I mean, that that was really dramatic. Sean's going out of town for like two weeks across the multiverse, literally. Yes. And I'm going to be out of town next weekend. So the timing's not great, but we may be able to squeeze in an episode before he goes out of town, but I don't even know if that's possible. Oh, yes. No, you said you leave on the 23rd. I leave the 20th. I got to leave my house the 23rd at like I get back on the 24th. Oh, well, then, so then that's, that's it. it. All right. <laughs> we'll so see you in a few weeks. We'll see you in a few weeks. We'll get some Let's Plays. Maybe I'll get the boys to record some Terraria. They, they want to record Terraria so bad and play that on here. So I, I may let them do that. Yeah. Give us we'll, some content. Yeah, we'll get some Let's Plays going up and stuff. Um, we're 10 episodes away from 150. The plan is in two and a half months to live stream that. It's been a while since we did that with y'all. It's been since episode 100, which at this point was like a year and a half ago because we took... Not a year off, but, you know, I mean, we were... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's coming. Big things are popping. Little things stopping. Not stopping anymore. Um, we have some... God we have some stuff her. coming up, too. 
some possible oh, man. some new ventures. We should have teased this at the beginning. Well, for anybody watching on YouTube, uh, I would say there's at least a hint of what this new venture might be. That's a cool shirt. In this window that I'm not anywhere near outlining, but in this window, this viewing, I can't talk. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You this know, video, what you can see in this video right now, there is a clue out there. So. We're starting a New York Giants podcast. Yep. No. Um, if I were to buy a belt right now, it's almost like if I couldn't find the WCW US belt, I want the AEW belt. It's so That's pretty. an odd thing to talk about. I know. It's weird. I don't know why you're talking about that, Kevin. But hey, stay tuned. Big things are popping. Little things ain't going to stop us. But until that time, Sean, <laughs> go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.